1: Joe, where are you going with that mic in your
0: hand? It's time for School Rock School with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. In the 1970s and 80s, and you and I were, you know, well alive at that point in time.
2: Thank you very much. When
0: people say that Star Wars is important today, when Star Wars is popular today... Uh-huh. They don't know nothing.
2: They ha- they don't have a clue.
0: Now, now I get it. Those of you who are a millennial looking at me right now going, okay, boomer, class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are?
2: I am Tammy Burns.
0: Merry Christmas, Tammy Burns.
2: Oh, thank you, babe.
0: Yeah. Now, look, you, you out there in radio land... Probably know we go out of our way to record multiple shows early on. Mm -hmm. We're recording this first Christmas show on Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksmas.
2: Oh. What? or
0: happy chris giving i can't seem to i can't, oh, I like to, that. I can't I
2: love the chris giving <laughs>
0: i can't port do them together but anyway this is the first of two what is going to be two uh christmas shows and we send them out so radio stations can use them and we've been in something like 37 different states uh, because radio programmers want to grab stuff and sort of fill it up here is the topic today tammy Baby, it's cold outside.
2: You're not going to go there.
0: You really must go. Now, look, this this, this idea of being upset at Baby, It's Cold Outside, it, it, it has gone off the deep end. There are people who wish to outlaw the song as hate speech. There are people that are positive. It's about a, a terrible person doing something to a poor, innocent person. And... I wanted to talk about that, and the reason I want to talk about it, normally I shy away from this kind of stuff, but the reason I want to talk about it is because John Legend and Kelly Clarkson have released a new version of it. There's also another writer in it. They didn't do the original version, Baby, It's Cold Outside. They uh, they did a version with John Legend and Natasha Rothwell rewriting the lyrics to make it sort of acceptable
2: it's a pc thing right it's a
0: pc thing it really is it's just that politically correct languages Uh so what i want to do is tell you about look what people thought of it but i'm going to tell you also the history of the song and look it's not going to be the entire show
2: i can't believe you're diving into this we're
0: only going to take the first part of the show and talk about it and then we're going to move on to other Christmas songs who have had, I don't know that it's an equal amount of controversy, but at least it's enough to sort of make their wait, way to the wait, Rock School you mean show. you there's more? Oh, I've got a list and a half. I won't be able to complete what I have here in the All show. All right. All right, here we go. Baby, It's Cold Outside was written by Frank Lesser in 1944, and it was what was known as a party song. When you attended parties and you were in the music business, you were supposed to have a song that was written so you could perform it. So Frank Lesser wrote this song so he and his wife, Lynn Garland, could you know, perform the song. And it's not like Frank Lesser wasn't known. If you know the, um, what do you call it, the Broadway play, uh, play Guys and Dolls, he yeah. wrote that. You know the song, Praise the Lord and Pass the Ammunition? Yes,
2: indeed.
1: He
0: wrote that. Wow. Pal Joey was another one of these Broadway plays, and he wrote the song from Pal Joey, Standing on the Corner, Watching all the girls go by.
2: This is a wonderful guy. Oh,
0: sure. Do you know the song, I Love You? A bushel and a, and a peck. He wrote bushel that. A
2: and a peck. And, and a, a hug
0: around, around the neck. neck. Now, this song, again, he wrote it for he and his wife to sing it at parties. And I know that sounds odd today, but you would do that. You would, if you were an artist, you would create these songs that somebody would say, okay, time for you to sing, and he and his wife would do it. It got picked up in the 1949 movie Neptune's Daughter. Baby, It's Cold Outside was in Neptune's Daughter. And by the way, it won the Academy Award that year for best song. The first, when I say the first, look, the very, very, very first recording of it was by Pearl Bailey and a guy named Hot Lips Page. Back in 1949, nobody knows that version. That's right. Okay. So the one people started hearing about was this one that was taken from Neptune's Daughter, a movie. And it was Ricardo Montalban (gasps) and Esther Williams. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, Ricardo Montalban, as in rich Corinthian leather.
2: Oh, that's not even what I was thinking about.
0: Smiles, everyone, smiles. Smiles, everyone, smiles. Right, because Tattoo said, de plane, de plane. So, look, I'm going to play this one. This is from the movie Neptune's Daughter. This was the the i get it i get it i get it pearl bailey and hot lips page recorded it but the one that people knew back in the 1940s and 50s was this ricardo montalban and esther williams version okay if you were to point at a version today my guess is dean martin Uh, yeah, something like that right but we're going to play this we're going to come back and i'll tell you also why i decided to jump on this topic because this song has risen to the top again I really must go. But baby, it's cold outside. Here's the original on Rock School.
1: You know, for an evening that started out so badly, it has definite possibilities. No, no, no. Before you drink, you must always say, salute. Salud. You know, Salut. I... salute Salud. You know, on second thought... Yes? I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been hoping that you drop so in. So very nice. I'll hold your hands. They're just like ice. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your My hurry. father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace so roar. So really, I'd better skirt. Beautiful, please don't Well, hurry. maybe just a half a drink more. Put some records on while I fall. The neighbors might but think. But maybe it's bad out there. Say, what's in this no drink? cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like stars to right now. this spell. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks swell. I ought to say no, 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 Mind not, if I move in closer. At least I'm gonna say that I tried. What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't Oh, baby, stay. don't hold out, baby. Oh, it's cold, cold outside. outside. to me there's bound to be talk tomorrow think of your lifelong at start. least there will be plenty implied if I caught pneumonia and die. Really can't get stay. over that old out baby oh, but it's, it's cold,
0: outside. cold outside okay there's the original and again when I say original I mean the one that everyone knew back in the 1940s 1950s because it came from the the movie Neptune's Daughter and the Academy Award for Best Song but Tammy said to me how do you get to say that Pearl Bailey and Hot Lips Page recorded a version of it and you don't play it?
2: I agree. Alright. Yeah.
0: Let me give you let me give you, you know, 15, 20 seconds of it so you can hear what it sounds like. It sounds like this on Rock School. Gee,
1: Hot Lips, you got a nice place here, and I've been enjoying myself, but I've got to go now. Oh, don't leave now. Oh, I got to go, I tell you. I really can't stay. But baby, it's cold outside. Camp it I've got to go away. But baby it's cold outside. This evening has been I've been hoping that you drop me over very I'll hold your hands. They just like ice. <laughs> my mother will start to worry. Beautiful, wash your hurry? Okay,
0: and there you go. Not quite an Academy Award winner. But I love
2: Pearl Bailey, though.
0: <laughs> at least a, a recording of it. Okay, so what are we concerned about when we talk about Christmas controversies? In 2018, as part of the woke movement and also as part of the Me Too movement, People were looking for things to attach to. People were looking for things that needed to be, I don't know how to say it changed. There's a a statement where people talk about this thing called cancel culture. I dislike what you are, what you think, what you say. Thus, you must be canceled.
2: Really? Yeah. I don't know any of those people.
0: You've never heard about cancel no, culture? Oh I haven't. Oh, read a book. <laughs> it, it says here that those who knew the writing of the song and the idea of the song suggested it was nothing but a flirt song. Now, that idea of what's in this drink, some people say, well, he's roofing her. Okay, look, Stop. This is what I tell my students because I teach the 100 level uh, communication classes. Right. And a lot of the things I talk about are historical. Mm-hmm. You cannot lay today right over history Uh uh-huh i don't remember the book but it started with a phrase something to the effect of history is a different place they do things differently there
2: yeah hopefully you've learned from history right I,
0: i would certainly hope when you say that a song that was back there cannot be done again because now here in 2019 2020 we have decided what it really meant you you realize that the the variables the thought process what people did back then was not the same right it's entirely possible that it meant something completely different
2: exactly words exactly. their meaning and uh they change over time
0: of course they do now here is another thing that might not bode well for the song when you see the original sheet music for uh for it the man is called the wolf Rawr. and the woman is called the mouse not a good idea. Now, look, people lost their mind back when Lady Gaga and Joseph Gordon Levitt sang the song with the roles reversed. Mm-hmm. That idea of, of her, Lady Gaga, you're gonna stay? I really gotta go? No, you're gonna stay! That kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and they just simply oh, role reversed the thing. <laughs> Man, I think,
1: uh, I've got to be correct. No. I can't stay. Oh, I've got to go away But baby, it's cold outside This evening has been So happy that you dropped so very it So nice. Oh, hold your hands, they feel like My high. mother will start to worry Beautiful, what's not And father will be pacing the floor Listen to the fireplace so roar So really, I'd better scurry But maybe just a half a drink more Here's the concern
0: about that. I I get that it's praise, and I get they were playing off of the woke movement and all of that, except that idea of flipping the people around. Yeah. That was was done in the original movie. Right, right. This is nothing new. The
2: original movie played the song multiple times, remember? At least
0: twice. Mm -hmm. Now, the first one we played was by Ricardo Montalban and Uh Esther Williams. When it gets flipped... And the woman is the the wolf and the man is the mouse. It's with Red Skelton and Betty Garrett. <laughs> so this idea of recording it with the 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 parts swapped, this ain't nothing new, kids. This was done inside of the movie Neptune's Daughter. Yeah. And I play for you now. At least a little bit, um, Red Skelton and Betty Garrett with the roles reversed here on rock school. Really
1: can't but baby it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby it's cold outside. This evening has been, been, been hoping that you drop so in very nice. I'll hold your hand. They're just like my mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your and father will be pacing the floor Listen to the fireplace. Roll. Really hot, better scurry. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Maybe just a little drink more. Put some records on while I pull. Okay, change. coming
0: out of Red Skelton and Betty Garrett, it again, this idea of, well, why don't we swap the roles? Uh-huh. It was already done. You probably might be asking yourself, Joe, why are a year later are you jumping on this? Because, you know, it's controversial. I'm here to do an entertainment show. I don't really much care to make people angry. However, John Legend and Kelly Clarkson re-recorded the song with lyrics that I'm assuming they believed would make the people who follow this, the woke movement. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I hate to say the Me Too movement because it's so tangential to the Me Too movement. That, to me, had a tremendous amount of weight to it. But the woke movement, this cancel culture, I don't like it, so you must shut up. <laughs> I'm not an overt fan of that. So
2: why are they trying to put a Band-Aid on it? I
0: think because it's it's something they're upset about. See, I believe all of this concern, all of this, I'm offended, what have you, doesn't come because we are somehow waking up as a society. I believe it comes from the fact that a generation is coming up. We have always wanted as parents, you, know, you and I are parents, mm-hmm. we have always wanted as parents, in order to create a child whose life is wonderful, we have wanted to create something where there is nothing to rail against, nothing to fight against, you're, you're safe. From the beginning it's what all parents have wanted from the beginning of time
2: do we want our child to go to war no
0: no of course we don't No. but now that we have created an area created a time in, in space where there isn't World War One World War two Vietnam blah 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 we have done what everybody wanted to do we've created a situation for our kids where everything is basically good and taken care of but in my mind, and this is only my opinion, when you take the human animal and you make it so they don't need to rail against anything, I think we need to have pressure against us. We need to have something. So what we did, what this, what this generation coming up uh-huh. did, right. was basically turn on each other. Instead of saying, okay, we're going to attack climate change, we're going to attack you know, the, the, the wealthiest 1%, they turned on each other.
2: Then why hasn't that happened in Sweden?
0: I, I don't have an answer for you. We're a different animal. You can't, you can't lay us against Sweden or Germany or what have you. We live here, and to lay that across is, is difficult. Now that I have waxed academically poetic... Oh, uh, I'm
2: I'm really ticked off now.
0: Here's what happened with the song originally. Bill Cosby, if you remember, that trial was going on and Frank Lesser's daughter, who wrote the song, said that Cosby ruined everything for everybody. A radio station in Cleveland named WDOK said that's enough. Mm-hmm. We will not play the song again. Here's the problem. There is always the opposite opinion. I get it that radio stations stopped playing it. I get that the woke movement said not a chance. However, the backlash against it made the song a hit again. The Dean Martin version, which most people can jump to, Went to number 10 on the digital chart (laughs) during the time. So remember, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction.
2: Yes, indeed. So
0: look, let me play the song. It's from John Legend's album, A Legendary Christmas. It's just come out. It's a retooled version, and I don't know that it rings true. John and a woman named Natasha Rothwell wrote the uh, the new lyrics for Mm -hmm. it. And it's one of those things, I really must go. I'll call you a cab. Should I have another drink? It's totally up to you. It's that kind of thing. So look, this is going to wrap it up. We're done with the idea of baby, it's cold outside. But I think you need to hear this because the controversy just simply won't go away. Here you go. John Legend, by the way, the sexiest man in the world, according to People magazine. Kelly Clarkson, baby, it's cold outside here on Rock School.
1: Cold outside. I've gotta go away. Or I can call you right. This evening has been I'm so glad that so you dropped in. Enough. Time spent with you is paradise. My mom will start to I'll worry. call the car and tell them to hurry. It's cold.
0: First break. Now, I have a question. Again, I told you, I think it came up somewhere in that whole baby it's cold outside discussion. Right. The idea of how long do we walk away from history, and in terms of history, we can't lay today over. For example, you obviously know the song Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. In the woke movement, uh-huh. there is a belief system that the song includes bullying and shunning and that television special with all the claymation animals. Yeah. I
2: want to be a dentist. Aww.
0: Sure you do. Uh, the idea of horrible things happening to Rudolph and such, because of that, there are people that want the song and that banned. Because I, they, I, I'm i assuming they don't think kids should see it.
2: But don't we learn from going through something with a character on TV and then getting over it and then everybody accepting him in the end?
0: If not going through it on TV, going through it in real life, that's why I, I won't attempt to solve something, bullying at school and such. I won't go in and say to the principal, I want you to fix this. It's not his to fix. Right. You know what I mean? I think my daughter should fix it, or my son should fix it. I don't think the idea... I said earlier that I think one of this whole woke movement concern is mm-hmm. because we've created this utopia for kids. They have nothing to rail against. So they have to rail against themselves or each other. I'll give you another one. Obviously, no, you know A Christmas Carol.
2: Yes, I right? do. Uh-huh.
0: What day is it, son? It's Christmas, sir. <laughs> Go, you know, go buy the biggest goose at the butcher shop.
2: They're not open.
0: It's Christmas, you
2: idiot. Monty Python. The,
0: <laughs> it sounded like it, didn't it? Uh, fifth graders at Centerville Elementary School in Lancaster, uh, Pennsylvania, they, uh, they had to stop saying the line by Tiny Tim, God bless us, everyone. And when Christmas came up, they had to state, Happy Holidays. Once again, the original text does not say those things. Right. How far back do we go to say we can't have that happen today? mm mm-hmm. Therein lies the concern. Right. If someone says to you, Merry Christmas, do you get upset? No. What if they say, Happy Hanukkah? Love it. What if they say, Joyous Kwanzaa? Invite me. I agree. I'm of the opinion, hey, you were nice enough to say something nice to me.
2: Hey, I don't care what you're celebrating. Yeah. Just tell me to come. What time to show up.
0: <laughs> is there food and involved? I'll, I'll
2: bring a nice uh, drink, okay?
0: <laughs> Who in the world is listening to this show?
2: K W I T K O J I Sioux City, Iowa. Excellent.
0: They celebrate Christmas there. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the first break, as we talk about controversial Christmas songs, we've gotten off of Baby It's Cold Outside. You and I, before the show began, once again, we're recording this on Thanksgiving Day, but it's obviously a Christmas yeah, show. Yeah, he's
2: making me work.
0: We, <laughs> we were looking for vinyl because you, sharp-eared viewers will remember about six shows ago, Tammy said, you know, I'd love to have a record player. Okay, we, we bought a record player and a little system. What we did was put into the basket and then purchased it at Amazon. One of the one of the albums we bought about 5. One of the albums we bought was Elvis's Christmas album. Right. And it has the song White Christmas on it.
2: Uh-oh, what have I done? In
0: 1957, Irving Berlin himself, after hearing Elvis's version of White Christmas, ordered not asked, not questioned, not suggested, ordered Uh that the song be banned from all airwaves. What? As a matter of fact, a disc jockey in Portland lost his job when he played White Christmas. A guy named Dick Whittinghill, if you know anything about radio, Dick Whittinghill was really one of the big, big, big jocks. He stated that playing this song is like having a... Well, it, it's stripper, tempest, storm. I think that I think what it is. This is written weirdly. This is like having tempest, storm deliver Christmas gifts to my kid. <laughs> tempest, storm was a was a uh, uh, was a stripper. But that's what he meant. This idea of this classic oh my gosh, song. My
2: kids would love for her to deliver uh, presents to them
0: at least our son would i don't know how old is she right now Mm. the song i'm gonna play it for you it's white christmas we'll come back and i'll tell you why i think people got upset about it and by today's standards once again you can't lay today over history by today's standards it's going to seem like such a dumb thing but i'm going to tell you why i think people got upset about it elvis white christmas here in rock school (music)
1: A white Christmas, just like the ones I used to know, where those streets are lit and cheer. Merry days, merry days, merry days. Your Christmases, be white. Okay, there's
0: Elvis Presley's White Christmas, and by today's standards, it's totally innocuous. I can tell you why, at least me, why I think that people lost their mind. Okay. Elvis had a delivery mm-hmm. that would be seen as rock and roll. Yeah. So today, if somebody sang the lyrics going, burr, 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 it would it would be, I don't know, black metal, death metal, whatever you want to call right? it. Right. And there's a, 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 a the way country singers do it, and they have a little bit of a twang. Mm-hmm. Elvis Presley sang with a bit of a punch. Ba, 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 ba. Exactly that. Breadthy. Hear that. Sexy. Ho, 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 ho. I think that was seen, yes, as sexy, as overtly sexual, as what have we you. He knew he was
2: shaking his leg.
0: The 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 people at Ed Sullivan didn't show us. I know. But I think that's what it is. It's not that the song was poorly performed. Instead of going, I'm dreaming of... He was going, I'm dreaming of... And that was seen as rock and roll. And I, I hate to say it, but I think there was a little bit of racism stuck in there as well because it was... It was the way that blues would have done it. Oh, yeah, it was dirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's do 7 Days and 70 Seconds here on this here Christmas show. Here are the dates, December 9th all the way through December 15th. Tammy, you got Monday, do it.
2: December 9th, 1965, a Charlie Brown Christmas debuted on CBS TV.
0: December 10th, I stepped on you. 1995, Fat Boys member Darian Robinson, known as the Human Beatbox, dies of a heart attack. He must have had the widow maker. My father had it. He, you you die right now. There you go. During oh, a recording session.
2: Oh dear. December eleventh, nineteen fifty seven. Mm, Jerry Lee Lewis. He's marrying his thirteen year old cousin, Myra Gail Brown.
0: Yeah, too many jokes. December 12th, the Doors play their final concert at the Warehouse in New Orleans. Don't come looking for it, it ain't there anymore. It's cut short after Morrison goes gaga and rambles on for 15 minutes.
2: <laughs> December 13th, 2004, the actual Love Shack located off US Route 78 near Athens, Georgia. You know what, it burns to the ground.
0: That's the Love Shack they're talking about. Inside of, obviously, the song Love Shack.
2: Yeah, B-52s. Right,
0: and a couple people in the B-52s, the ladies, I believe, lived at the Love Shack. For real. Really, really, really. December 14th, 1977, Saturday Night Fever opens up in theaters. And then December 15th, 1969, the John Lennon and Yoko Ono song, War Is Over, If You Want It, upsets people. Why? I don't think it was the song. I think it was the billboards. They went up in New York, Paris, Los Angeles, Rome, Toronto, Athens, Hong Kong, Amsterdam, Berlin, and Tokyo. Love it. Why couldn't they pull... And that's the song we're going to play, by the way. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't they pull those billboards down? Well, because John Lennon paid for them.
2: Yes, he did. It's
0: good to be a Beatle. And people got... Upset. I don't know how else to say it, because it was a backlash against the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. So he was saying to people in the United States, when the government is attempting to wage this, and I know it wasn't a war, they called it a conflict or what have you. While the U.S. government was attempting to wage this and attempting to, quote, win the hearts and minds, here's this Brit guy, right, and he's putting up these billboards, and he's talking against it, there's a reason why Richard Nixon had a file on him. There's <laughs> exactly. A, right. There's a reason why Richard Nixon wanted him gone. He was screwing up the program. And when you look back at it, it's hard to see the genius of it or the bravery of it when it's happening. Right. When you look back at it and you say to yourself, very, very bad things could have happened to this man. Mm-hmm. And he still did it. Happy Christmas, Yoko. Happy Christmas, John. Happy Christmas, everybody. Here you go on Rock School. So
1: this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. And you won't just be gone. And so this is.
0: Coming into the second break, let me give you a couple that we probably won't play a song for. Uh, Obviously, you know the Charlie Brown Christmas album. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There (laughs) there are no words. And, well, there are on some of them. Christmas time. Oh, that's that's right. That's right, yeah. But how
2: can there be controversy there?
0: (laughs) Here's the concern. In 2006, they released a remix version of it. So instead of the 1960s version, they updated it in the same way that was done with Sgt. Pepper's. If you remember, we played the whole album. We did. I didn't overly care for it, and I don't know why. I assume because I was used to the other one, Mm -hmm. and it sounded odd. I get it. There was more bass. Some elements were pushed forward. But in my mind, Sgt. Pepper was perfect. Stop messing. You don't
2: have to mess with it, folks.
0: Right, and I think a lot of people believe this as well. Stop
2: messing with my childhood.
0: When they redid the uh, Christmas album, there was such a backlash that CMG Music that did it Offered customers a replacement disc. Oh,
2: that's bad.
0: Which makes me believe that if I was around when it happened, I probably would have just said, Yeah, I
2: uh I hate it
0: too. Can I have a new disc? Do you know the song Slay Ride? Yeah. dun 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 right. Now it was written by a guy named James Pierpoint. Back in 1857, and it was never meant to be a Christmas song.
2: It was Thanksgiving.
0: Exactly. Pass around the the coffee and the pumpkin pie. Exactly that. But we've turned it into a Christmas album. And it's
2: wonderful.
0: It is. It was done on the Phil Spector album, and I absolutely love it. Now, there's this woman. Her name is Kina Hill, and she was doing research on the song, and the purpose was to figure out, whether the song belonged to Medford, Massachusetts, or Savannah, Georgia, right. because Pierpoint lived in both. Mm-hmm. And this... Born six, in
2: one area, lived in another more.
0: Right. This, mm-hmm. this idea of this humongously popular song, well, we want to take it as our own. So, okay.
2: so there's so enough of him to go around. I,
0: I'm of Everybody the opinion, gets too. It. I am of the opinion, too. But here's what Miss Hamill mm-hmm. uncovered. When Pierpoint wrote the song, it would be nice to say to yourself that Pierpoint just simply gave it to this group of kids and they sang it for Thanksgiving, but that's not what he did. He attempted to make music with it, and this was the time of African minstrel shows. Mm -hmm. Racist, 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 and there's no argument either way. Okay. But he sold it to them first when the name of the song was simply called one-horse open sleigh. All right. Now, here's my question to you.
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: The woke community
1: Mm -hmm.
0: learned this because she did it on Fox News and everyone went bonker-listic. But the woke community said, okay, no, we can't listen to that song anymore.
2: Oh. When
0: something happens decades, if not a century back, but it has been altered, are we in any way standing on solid footing To cancel it for something that happened a hundred, if not a hundred and fifty years ago, as long as it's changed into something beloved. I'm asking you. Don't you stand there, stare at me. This is radio. I need your voice. Wow!
2: My gosh. You tell me. It makes me want to listen to it more. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you somebody the... throws up controversy, I'm like, dang, I'm in. What
0: yeah, am I missing? I want it. That's another thing I tell my students. A lot of these controversies, a lot of these cancel things are like telling a three-year-old. I'm
2: the three-year-old.
0: Your favorite cookies are in that jar. Don't listen to it. What
2: are my favorite cookies?
0: Don't tell me I can't watch something because the moment you do, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I know this break's running long, but do you know this the the, 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 the meme... Mm -hmm. that comes from the Nickelback song, look at this photograph. Yeah. A lot of people will take the photograph Mm -hmm. that in the video Chad Kroger's holding and they'll put things in. Well, Donald Trump, put a picture of Joe Biden, Joe Biden's son, and a couple people from whatever that gas company is in the Ukraine. Yeah. And he wrote, look at this photograph. And Chad Kroger got all upset and he said, no, you can't do that. That's unfair, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Except after it happened, Nickelback's digital downloads of the song went up over 400%.
2: (gasps) What so, did what did he what did he do with that money? Did he give it to uh I don't a charity know. or something? I don't huh? know. But nasty money, right?
0: But here comes the thing. Uh-huh. There will always be that backlash of getting upset. Mm-hmm. Back in a minute here on Rock School. <laughs> Out of the break, Tammy, are you familiar with the Christmas song, I'll be home for Christmas? Yes, it it makes me cry. And it's probably sung better than me. Now, look, it was the B-side of White Christmas, so it has sold 50 million copies. Wow. However, when it came out, it only hit the b-side because the the singer of white christmas bing crosby Uh was such a big fan of the song yeah the man who wrote it could not get it published because it was one of these where in wartime there are the ideas of morale the ideas of don't make people feel bad and such The thing is, this song suggested that, look, you can do that. Uh Uh-huh. People, because it's written from the aspect of a guy that's in the army, in the military somehow. And at the end, he says, I'll be home for Christmas, if only in my dreams. Yeah. So it's very sure, very possible that he is not coming home because he's serving his country. Right, right. And people don't like to be made uncomfortable. That same idea in 2007 was brought up by Billy Joel when he performed a live song called Christmas in Fallujah. Ooh. Yes. It's an anti-war song, or so the critics said. The Pentagon Channel and Armed Forces TV Network pulled the song off. Also, Armed Forces Radio pulled the song off because supposedly soldiers were going to be harmed in terms of morale. Until they talked to the soldiers. And the soldiers said they had no problem with it. In fact, they were even moved by Joel's lyrics and thoughts and said, we appreciate you remembering us.
2: Yeah, he was thinking about them.
0: At this time. Now, look, it's a Christmas song because it's called Christmas in Fallujah. But when you listen to the lyrics, it is in no way kit gloves. It is no way being nice.
2: You're not going to play it, are you? I
0: am going to play it because we're talking about songs that caused controversy this time around. Billy Joel, Christmas in Fallujah. Okay, coming into the last break, I can't leave you with yet more and more and more concerns, more and more and more controversy, so I've decided to end you with a controversy that seems kind of silly. Earlier in the show, we talked about the song Slay Ride. Yes. Okay. In the 1970s and 80s, and you and I were, you know, well alive at that point in time.
2: Thank you very much.
0: When people say that Star Wars is important today, when Star <gasps> Wars is popular today, uh-huh. they don't know nothing.
2: They ha- they don't have a clue.
0: Now, now I get it. Those of you who are a millennial looking at me right now going, okay, boomer. The thing is, it was. It was brilliant brutally popular. Yes, it was. You and I would go to see that because I worked radio and you mm-hmm. worked in the hospital, mm-hmm. we were both off of work by 2 o'clock in the afternoon because right. we started it, you know,
2: oh yeah. my
0: gosh, in the morning. Exactly. So we could see any movie we wanted. We could get into any restaurant we wanted. And it was nothing for us to go to the 2 o'clock or the 2.30 showing of a movie, mm-hmm. any movie. And then when we came out, the 5 o'clock line was down the block and around the corner. Yeah, And we went to see Star Wars, and the second Star Wars, and the third Star Wars, and I don't know what they're called. I'm sorry you can nerd slap me all day long. Oh. But in 1980, Christmas in the Stars, a Star Wars Christmas album was released. (sighs) And it had, believe it or don't, two hits Uh off of it. Two songs that charted r2d2 sleigh ride which is what we're gonna play and also what can you get a wookie for christmas when he already has a comb now joe why are you bringing this up well because a lot of people lost their mind and because it probably wasn't the smartest thing to do and i'm not talking about the star wars christmas television special where everybody was totally baked but this album if you need to take a piece of trivia away from today's show, I have it for you here. The album, Christmas in the Stars, the Star Wars Christmas album, is the first recorded musical performance of John Bon Jovi
2: get bent.
0: I am not. I am perfectly truthful on that. So, we're going to finish up r 2 d 2 Sleigh Ride. Uh, it's a song between, obviously, R2-D2 and C-3PO, where C-3PO tries to teach him this idea of music that happens on that tiny blue and green planet somewhere Aww. in the Bogoda galaxy or something like that. I know I've gotten that wrong. I'm Joe Burns.
2: <laughs> I'm Tammy Burns.
0: Happy gosh darn Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week. Class is dismissed.
1: singing, you silly bucket! What, me teach you how to sing? Well, I don't know if I cannot do You see, it's rather complicated. But perhaps I can explain music if I try to sing you the explanation. You see, there's a kind of sound you won't find in your men. recall. When you add a note to one you sounded just before And another one after that. And then another three or more. And suddenly you are singing notes galore. Oh no, know, Arthur, it's more. There's a kind of feeling when you sing a melody. And another person sings along in harmony. It's the loveliest thing that you can do to make your voice sound grand. These difficult things are the things you never will understand.